Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. I forgot. I introduced you. <laughs> I'm happy to introduce myself. My there we go. I think people know what's going on now. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Ruthless. Ruthless. Take it away, Ruthless. All right. Welcome to Social Studies, everyone. Every single day at 9 o'clock, we are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Rather, we turn to our Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. We're technically on Twitter 24-7. Um, at least Vince is. Right, Bick? Without a doubt, 24-7. <laughs> I'm with Vince, though. I, I was going to say this in, in one of our pre-show meetings. It feels like over the last two weeks, we've had such positive feedback from listeners. Yes. you gotta, you got to focus on that Speak stuff. Speak for yourself, Jared. Oh. <laughs> and maybe I mean, that's a, the thing. I, I'm, w- show, I'm, I mean. I'm well conditioned to getting blasted by trolls. Yeah, I, you really see, do. Whereas I can't, I can't come to grips with the fact that there are people out there that don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe? What idiots. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, I'm we're on Twitter. Ass. Well, I, just, <laughs> I, I just love when you decide to dunk on one and open them up to the wrath of our listeners. Yes. Hey, if you're going to come mm-hmm. at me, I'm going to get uh-huh. an army of thousands <laughs> to help me out. That's, That's really right. the joy is like, I'm just going to throw one sentence out there, but wait for the second <laughs> just, wave. Yeah. You dummy. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's start right. with the uh, Trace McSorley news, which came down right before the update hit. Again, from NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, he says the third string quarterback, Trace McSorley, is going to be cut by the Cardinals. The hope is to bring him back to the practice squad, but that's only if he isn't claimed off of waivers first. So let's just start with your reaction to that news, guys. Um, I think it's. I think they like him. I think that he flashed a little bit. I think after the first game, there was like, huh, and then he kind of, then he kind of the the play kind of chunked off a little bit. I, I just think it's a numbers deal. I think they've got a lot of wide receivers they've got to distill and get to the bottom of. And the same with running backs. I just think it's probably luxury they couldn't afford. Yeah, um, I think... I think this probably says good things about the physical condition of Colt McCoy going into week one, yeah. which, yeah. which is reassuring. Well, he's throwing the ball in practice today from what yeah. I can see. Um, uh, and I'm wondering, you know, how much... We saw a lot of Trace McSorley in the preseason. For a team that's looking for a backup or maybe a third string, how much interest does he drum up? Is he going to get claimed or is he going to get back on the practice squad? So, um, yeah. not, not shocked by it, especially after the performance in the third game, mm-hmm. which was not great. Yeah. All right, let's uh, stick with the Arizona Cardinals. We're now 12 days away from their week one game against the Chiefs at State Farm Stadium, also known as State Fardium. Uh, right now, <laughs> which feeling is stronger for you at this moment, Dan and Vince? I Hunger. feel com- oh, sorry. oh, word, I hear that. I feel confident in the Cardinals offense or I feel nervous about the Cardinals defense. What's a strong, with a stronger feeling for you? Slightly nervous for the defense. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. 75% of our voters went with that. 25% say they're more confident in the offense than they are nervous about the defense. Josh Law says, we were worried about the defense the last two seasons, and they've gotten better every year. They definitely have shortcomings, but I trust that they will be good enough to win games like last year. Uh, 
On the opposite end, Daylight Film says the defense has more holes in it than Jarrett's socks. <laughs> you got holes toes. in your socks, Jarrett? Poking out. I don't. All those hairy toes? I don't have. I have beautiful He's, socks. Beautiful. His socks are... Socks are very oh, yeah, beautiful. They're packed away yeah, until, your, like, Your November. sock game is bananas. There's no doubt about <laughs> and it. Not only, yes, and I clearly only wear them half the year, yeah. so they don't get worn out. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good strategy there. All right. Uh, we are looking at rookies... Debuts in Valley Sports. I assume this was a, a Corbin Carroll-inspired question, Derek Carlin. Yes. yes, I forgot to confirm that, but that—that that is the uh, inspiration. He made his MLB debut last night in a very exciting game, a come-from-behind win for the Diamondbacks. He had a hit um, and two RBI in the fifth, I believe. Uh, so looking back at the history of Valley Sports, guys, which rookie had the best or most electrifying rookie season? Uh, the first ones that came to mind for me were Anquan Bolden yes. was unbelievable. And Amari Stoudemire. Uh, I, but then I went further back. Maybe one of my favorite Phoenix Suns of all time. Walter Davis, 1978 Rookie of the Year. He averaged 24.2 points per game as a rookie. Whoa, he was for smooth. a team that won 49 games. He was as smooth as Jared on the board. Well, wait, wait a minute. Bad analogy. Hold on a minute. Oh, don't on. insult him like that. Poor Walter. Jared. Oh, oh, sorry. I my <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. How'd that happen? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. Okay, so there were three names that popped up probably for 95% of the responses. Okay. Amari Stoudemire. Yes. Anquan Bolden. Richard Dumas? Yes. Oh, that was a tantalizing rookie season because you only saw him mm. for about 45 games and then in the playoffs and he, playing he was a major rookie, role. Yeah. The year they made the finals? Yes. That's why so many Suns fans always remember him. Yes. It's because he was on that special special team. I, so Everyone always brings up Q. What was Fitz's rookie year like? Because I, I don't remember that. Was it not any, you know particularly special or memorable? It was not as... As impactful as uh, Anquan Bolden. No. Was. Anquan Bolden had 200 yards receiving in his first game. Yeah. Uh, for Fitz, 780 yards receiving, eight touchdowns, 58 receptions. He was good. Eight yeah. touchdowns. He was good. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Wiz of AZ. Oh, I lost it. Wiz of AZ said this about Richard Dumas. He had an incredible rookie year. He was clearly going to be a superstar, but as good as he was, no one in Arizona has ever fallen so quickly. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, he had his uh, issues off the court, his yeah. demons, and um, man, it was so disappointing when he couldn't get back. I think he got suspended for the whole next season and then tried to come back the year after that, and it just wasn't to be. Yeah, for those who didn't experience uh, Amari Stoudemire as a rookie, it was breathtaking, the amount of people he literally dunked on. Mm-hmm. And when the news came down that he needed micro-fracture knee surgery, it, it quite literally took the wind out of me. Because it, it, it took him a while to get back to being a oh, force. Oh, yeah. It yeah. did, definitely. I'm Patrick surprised. Peterson got a couple mentions That's as well. a great one. He uh, was great. Patrick oh, Peterson, the punt yeah. returner. Oh, four four five punt touchdowns. Return. Yeah. yeah. Was it four or five? I think it was four. four. That never, was had one, never had one after his rookie season. <laughs> uh, nobody said Kyler Murray? Uh, actually, I don't think so. No. Wow. No, that oh, Kyler Murray. Oh, Brian, Brian Prescott. 
or Prescott. I always okay. forget which way he says it. Kyler Murray wasn't too bad as a rookie. Oh, yeah. yeah. NFL Rookie of the Year. Trent said Paul Goldschmidt single-handedly ended Tim Lincecum's career. That's true. Lincecum. That's his name. Easy for one. you to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alvin Adams, too. Shout out to Alvin Adams. Another Rookie of the Year. For a team that went to the finals. That's pretty strong. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, do we have time to get to our final question, Jared Carlin? Sure. Okay, why not? I always ask for answer for Jared. I love that. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, all right, Vince. We're we're talking boats because of you. Your Pac twelve fantasy draft is tonight, which at one place took or at one point took place on a boat, on a or boat. at least yes. near yes. a boat. Yeah. I'm on a boat. <laughs> So we're asking, what is your favorite movie that prominently features a boat? Ooh, that's a great question. For me, it's only, there's only one. Mm. Near, far, wherever oh, you are. <laughs> no, wow. it's not that one. Um, Step Brothers. Got to be high on the list. Uh, for me, it would be uh, Master and Commander, which was excellent. Oh, the first Pirates of the Caribbean. That's right. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Since they never made Love Boat into a movie. <laughs> there's Castaway. There's Titanic. There's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Is there a boat in Castaway? I know there's a raft. It's a raft. I don't know. I never saw it. I mean, he does oh, get rescued eventually. Volleyball. But he does get rescued eventually by the boat. By a boat? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. How about The Notebook? I can confirm there is a boat in The Notebook. The little rowboat. Wouldn't know. Never saw it. Oh, you're missing out. Dead inside. <laughs> you're missing out. <laughs> Apocalypse Now? Does that involve a boat? Sure. Oh, yes. yes. Haven't yeah, seen that does. one? Uh, yeah. Overboard? Did anybody say The Poseidon Adventure? Uh, Artist Borg Nine, <laughs> Shall we win this? <laughs> Vinny. Oh, Jaws! Oh, Jaws! Oh, forget that. Jaws. Vinny, did you ever see the Adam Sandler movie? I think it's called Overboard. Is that right? Uh, it was his first movie. Yeah, like going overboard. I, I saw like a cru- years cruise ship and or years and years ago. Few people said Overboard. Yeah, one of my favorite underrated favorites was a cruise ship movie with uh, old Jack Lemmon and old Walter, Walter Matthau, like after. After Grumpy Old yeah, Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out to Sea, where they oh, play yeah. Dance Host. It's a pretty funny movie. I like that movie that a lot. Fun. Yeah, I like that question. Good social studies hey, today. Jarrett. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And thank you, Jarrett. Social studies every day at nine o'clock. You can get involved on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Coming up next, looks like uh, Trace McSorley won't be on the fifty-three. We'll get into the latest with the Cardinals roster cut down. Straight ahead, it's Bickley and Murata mornings, ninety-eight-seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. Bickley and Murata. Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings. 98.7 FM. Arizona's Sports Station. Hey, I got news trickling in from all over the NFL on uh, roster cutdown. Ian Rappaport from NFL Network put it out there. Darren Urban also tweeted, hey, there's only two quarterbacks on the yeah. practice field today. So that kind of got the ball rolling. And yeah, Trace McSorley uh, will be cut. Will he be brought back on the practice squad is the question right now. Might be a little bit surprising for some people who thought uh, Trace McSorley, who played extensively through the three he preseason did. games and, and did some good things. He did. Um, but uh, they're going with two right now. Maybe a numbers game. Maybe they want, uh, you know... Um, 
to manipulate the the running back position, keep an extra running back. Uh, who knows? We'll see when it's, when all the smoke clears. But uh, McSorley won't be part of the initial fifty. No, and and I think a couple of things. I think this arrangement worked out well for both the Cardinals and Trace McSorley. The Cardinals were able to kind of ride Trace McSorley, who performed very competently, if not really good at times. They were able to not play Kyler Murray and Colt McCoy, which is a rarity in preseason football. Uh, but if Colt McCoy was dealing with arm fatigue and, and whatever, then then Trace McSorley shouldered that burden. In return, the Cardinals gave him, gave him an opportunity to show that there's some, some juice in his game. And I, I think there's also a chance that he may not get picked up because he his play didn't continue and stay at that high level. So the Cardinals might be able to circle back and, and re-sign him and put him on the practice squad or not. I, 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 I don't have an issue with this move because I know they've got yeah. they've got space crunches elsewhere. Sure. And this was a guy in Trace McSorley that they were able to get last year during the course of the season after he was waived by the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Cardinals finally decided to move on from Chris Streveler. Doesn't Chris Streveler seem like it was five years ago? <laughs> it does. It does. And Chris Streveler, by the way, had a remarkable preseason for the Jets mm-hmm. where he helped them go 3-0 and and he had like two last-minute drives for, for game-winning oh, yeah. touchdowns. And, and they, Robert Sala called it. And they still cut him. <laughs> he called it the best preseason performance in football history. I think he did. Yeah, and that again goes to show. And you what does how, that get how you? How right, that's that what I'm saying. So you can author the best preseason in NFL history and still get your ass cut. Chris Traveler, nobody can take that away from you, right? Unless somebody oh, has a better, <laughs> unless somebody has a better preseason. Mm. Um, uh, still, reaction to and, and nothing. I don't believe it's been made official yet. And I think the Cardinals' uh, cuts will come in in one press release. But the rumored release of Devon Kennard. Um, a little bit curious, a little bit not. I mean, Devon Kennard in two years with the Cardinals, three sacks, um, and didn't have a sack last year in like 15 games. But the point you brought up earlier on Devon Kennard that made people feel better is he's a veteran. He's an experienced guy who knows what he's doing and, and knows the ins and outs of this defense, which you might not be able to say with the same confidence about a, you know, my Jay Sanders or um, Jesse Lucchetta or somebody like that. They're yeah. going down the same road again. But again, and that's the danger. A lot, of, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of contribution from inexperienced players. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the league, Josh Gordon, the veteran wide receiver, he oh got boy. cut by the Kansas City Chiefs today. At some point, it's got to be the end of the road for Josh Gordon, doesn't it? <laughs> Depends how much they keep changing the drug policies, I guess. Well, I mean, he's not suspended right now and got cut anyway. So I just saw the Cowboys cut Cooper Rush, their backup quarterback, and they now only have Dak Prescott as the only quarterback on the roster. Well, maybe they'll get uh, Trace McSorley. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, how about that, right? Um, I saw that Shecky Jarecki said that the Lions might be interested. <laughs> Shecky Jarecki. Shecky Jarecki. Oh, yeah, the Lions cut Boyle. Um, Yeah, so they might have interest. 
behind uh, Jared Goff for Trace McSorley. Yeah, again, and I I think that if you look at what Trace did in that first preseason game, you'd be interested. You'd go, ooh, okay. And then, as is the case sometimes, more and more reps means more and more exposure. And I'm going to be curious to see which way way this one falls because the the amount of teams that need backup quarterbacks, I think it's about, I I don't know, I'm not even going to venture a guess. It'll be curious. It's it's a risk the Cardinals are taking, but again, they, they they're paying Colt Mc, Colt McCoy guaranteed money this year and a good chunk next year. He's got he has to be here for two years. If they had Colt McCoy under contract for one year, it might be different. Yeah, uh, some other rookies that were on the practice field today, which would probably indicate they're not getting cut. This from Tri- Tyler Drake from ArizonaSports.com. Uh, Trey McBride, no surprise. Lasita Smith was on the practice field. Christian Matthew on the practice field. We talked about, hey, if you're getting rid of Josh Jackson and Jace Whitaker, you can't really afford to cut any other corners. You might not be able to have a practice with the, with the, <laughs> the small number of corners they have right now. So Matthew's there. Uh, my Jay Sanders, Cameron Thomas, not surprises mm-hmm. there. No. Uh, but Tyler Drake also said, did not see Marquise Hayes, the offensive lineman. He's one of those guys that's very much on the bubble. I know they like him, and yeah. they feel like they've got a steal where they drafted him. But he's had some injury problems. Mm-hmm. He, he might have practice squad written all over him. Yeah, maybe. I know. I know they liked him earlier in camp. But again, they've got they've got a numbers issue here. They've got to they've got to bring in some more guys. They got to get this secondary set. Because mm-hmm. you you can convince yourself that you've got enough pass rush to get by, and you might. I don't think there's any there's any delusions with what they've got right now at cornerback. Do you think by the end of this week, um, after these are set? And the waiver wire, waiver wire is what it is. Do you think we'll be talking on Friday or even next Tuesday after the Labor Day holidays? Like, what are the Cardinals waiting for? I, I think there might be a flurry of activity. I would hope. I would hope that in the next couple of days there is a flurry of activity. Because it was such a, a, a different approach to free agency this year than we've mm-hmm. seen in recent years. So maybe they're just reversing course. Well, and then there's also there's the weirdness with Andy Isabella that we uh, got into earlier in the program. If you didn't listen after the game uh, on Saturday, he he he. he had a lot of he had a lot of edge to him. He had a lot of apparent bitterness t- towards the Cardinals for not giving him more reps last year, and he just wants to play football someplace where they're going to let him on the field. And it was really uh, it was really an interesting kind of reaction to to an impact game that he had put forth yeah. in the preseason. In case you missed that yeah. comment, here was Andy Isabella after the game. I think I was overlooked. I think they turned their back on me, um, but I overcame again, and I think that's maybe why I operate best. I've been overlooked my whole life. Uh, coming out of UMass and Mayfield, everything, um, and that motivates me. And um, but I know my purpose is is my my purpose that God gives me is to inspire these kids that look up to me and my family. And um, so when I go out there, I really remember that, and that motivates me to go hard every play, even when I'm tired, even when I don't want to show up. I know I have a greater purpose. Look, that's not a bad attitude to have. And if he makes this roster, I hope he keeps that attitude. Yeah, because uh, we saw how it drove him in the preseason. He, he had a right. very good three games, right. in my opinion. Oh, he did. No. No, he did, and he flashed the speed, which is obviously an asset. Now, if he can do this in a regular season game, that would be great. I, I, I have to say this, that the guy who's talking like that had all of one reception last year. Now, as I've been... I've been reminded by people, uh, Andy Isabella, as Jared even said this, was nowhere to be found in the back half of the season when the Cardinals were suffering from a lot of injuries. And there was a lot of there was a lot of game reps that seemed to be available and they did not 
give them. They did not give a shot to Andy Isabella. Team also moved him to slot last year, which he has never played in his life. And he just doesn't feel like he's been treated fairly. So I... I don't know what to make of that, but it's it, but that kind of chip can make a football player. Yep. Cut down deadline, 1 o'clock Arizona time today, so keep it here for all the latest with the Cardinals. Roster construction on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, The Who, are heading to Ak Chin Pavilion on October 30th for their The Who Hits Back Tour. Tickets go on sale this Thursday at 10 a.m., but you can win a pair now by visiting the contest page at ArizonaSports.com. Coming up next, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. A game of mustache. No mustache. mustache. We'll do it next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. We have a fabulous website, uh, and it is ArizonaSports.com. So we're going to the poll question now on the homepage, which is, guys, what did you make of the Diamondbacks' top prospect, Corbin Carroll, in his MLB debut last night? Three options for you to vote on. The first, the team is in good hands. The second is good start, more to work on. Or the third is he sure is fast. Wow. Well, fourth choice. He's not going to finish his career here anyway, so who cares? <laughs> Indifferent. <laughs> You're such a kiss ass Murata. <laughs> Butt kiss. Good, better better good than job, just being Vinny. an ass. Good job. All right, exactly. Good job, Vinny. Uh, I, I'd say B with a little, with a side dish of C. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll lean more towards B. B? Good start, more to work on. Good start, more smaller than, even though you prepared us for it yesterday, he was smaller than you I thought. Yeah. You know what else I noticed, too, that made him look smaller? His uniform jersey looked a little big on him. It, he's got a very compact torso. He, he does. A thick base. <laughs> he needs a thick base. It, it, it almost struck me as kind of like, kind of Kyler Murray-esque, right? It's very compact. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, he's probably like 30 to 35 pounds lighter than Kyler Murray. Wow. Isn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. I wonder who's faster. Let's get a foot race. Ooh, okay. They both pop hammies and both seasons no, are done. Let's no. not do that. Okay, never mind. Uh, B is what you guys voted for. That's what our listeners did as well. 63% said, good start for Corbin Carroll. More to work on. Yeah, obviously. 23% say the team is in good hands with Corbin Carroll. 14% remarked, he sure is fast. He is fast. There you go. There's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache, not a mustache. Oh, mustache, oh, mustache, oh, mustache, big mustache, thick mustache, my mustache, your mustache. Say the word, the word mustache, oh, mustache, oh, mustache. Now we both have said mustache, oh, mustache, oh, mustache, we only got a mustache. Okay, so this is about mustaches. Oh, okie dokie. It is that time of week for America's fastest growing facial hair related quiz sensation, Mustache. Not, Not a, a mustache. mustache! And I will be playing a clip from a movie, a TV show, a song, or an interview, and you'll have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. You get one point per correct answer. You could get a bonus point if you correctly identify the person. First one to ten wins, and the theme today, in honor of Corbin Carroll. And his the, the new player in the Valley, his debut yesterday, it will all be about new things. Things that are new, right. new things 
introductions. So, so things that are new is what you're saying. Things that are new, <laughs> things that are new, and introductions is what okay. we're doing today on Mustache on a Mustache. Last week, of course, we know who won. No, Vic, you don't. Bickley won in the most prolonged tiebreaker. That's right. In I remember. History. Absolutely. Well, I have one uh, ready for today, so don't worry Ooh. about that, Lauren. Get one ready. Real <laughs> yeah. quick. Lauren, you up. better get started, there, right, uh, ferret. All right. So uh, first one, we start with music. Here you go, Vinny. Uh, here what do you, you mean, go, Vinny? Dan, here you go, Dan. Dan, how you doing? Here you go. Huey Lewis, not a mustache. Huey Lewis, not a mustache. You got it. What about the news? The news, yeah, not what a... What about the news? Oh, I guess they were featured that, there, but... Is that why we picked them? Yep. The news? Ah, also new drug. drug yes. Oh, right, Vinny. Yes. Uh, Michael Hutchins from In Excess, not a mustache. That is correct. Two to two. All right, Dan. Yes. <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself. My name is Richie Cunningham, and this is my wife, Oprah. <laughs> uh, Mike Myers, not a mustache. That is correct. Austin Powers himself. Yeah, him, him too. You got it. All right, uh, Vinny. Yes. I'm glad you like them. You know what? I'll start bringing these to you every morning. Call Biscuits with the Boss. That really isn't necessary. Okay, well, mark this down as the first time we disagree then. Actually, no, second time. Uh, tea is horrible. Absolute garbage water. <laughs> Why y'all do that? Anywho, you know, we can't really be, you know, good partners unless we get to know each other, right? Uh, Jason Sudeikis is the great Ted Lasso mustache. That is correct. I never got that subplot that he doesn't like tea. Because other than England, where do they drink? Well, and then Asia. Where do they drink the most tea in the South? They drink a lot of su- sweet tea and iced tea. Mm-hmm. But not hot tea. It's not the, hot yeah, it's tea, different but than the tea the they same take. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. That's gonna, that's getting ready to return, isn't it? Yes. Season three? Goodness, yes. How are we yeah. going to find a way to watch that? Yeah, you, Please. You, you would enjoy, it's hard not to enjoy it, especially the first season I thought was great. All right, Dan, here yeah. we go. And you James Brown, not a mustache. You got it. Two points for you. Vic is on his game today. This Six, is all four. All things that are new in honor of Corbin Carroll. All right, Vinny? Clay Carroll? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is Everclear Art Alexakis. Wow. What? Wow, very no. good. Wow. Not, See, now that's, not a mustache. There you go. There's Vinny Joe Flex. Tremendous. Ah. There we go. Ah. That, that's, that's, that's one of those songs that I've heard a million times. I could not have told you the band, so very well done for you. Okay, Dan Bickley. Well, if I don't really know what New Age is, I mean, people have been doing this jet sweep. Well, if I don't really know what New Age is, I mean, people have been doing this jet sweep. 
40 years. That's and, uh, I mean, it's not like it's new. That's Bruce Arians, baby. Yes. Mustache. You got it. Bruce Ooh. Arians' mustache. Bruce so. Arians was on ESPN. Yeah, I haven't seen any highlights, so he must have stayed on the, stayed between the lines, <laughs> yes. between the guardrails. But a guy in his position on cut down day doing the ESPN thing? Yeah. I think he's involved in the decision-making of the Buccaneers. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know, right? It's just funny. Right. In that, in that clip. That. In that clip I forgot he's employed by them. In that clip I, I've just played, just... An interview, obviously, with Wolf and Luke, just casually, just swearing in the answer and moving mm-hmm. on. Because he's comfortable. He's comfortable. <laughs> All right, uh, Dan. I mean, Vince. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. You guys look so much alike. Sarah. <laughs> yes. Vince. Yes. Ridiculous. Well, the first thing you got to realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wrestling. You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. Uh, that is uh, Hulk Hogan. And during the NWA phase, I think it was a mustache, and it was a black mustache, wasn't it? No, it was a blonde mustache oh, with, with a black beard. beard. Ah, right. NWA. Wow. All right. Last two clues here. All right. <laughs> That would be uh, that's my blind spot. That genre right there, I think. Um, I have no idea. Not a mustache. Not a mustache is correct. That is Beck. Oh yeah, that's back, right. back, back, back. All right for the win, Vinny. Okay. Blossom on the tree. You know how I feel. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. It's got to be one of the most covered songs of all time. There's like a billion versions of that. That one is uh, Michael Buble, Not a Mustache. That is correct. Well done, Vinny. And you made all of us look like a bunch of Bublés on that one. (laughs) You did such a great job. And you won Mustache. Not a mustache. What do I get for that? Nothing. What was the name of the Everclear guy again? Art Alexakis. You had Alexakis, Alexakis, and Sudeikis. That's a mustache. Not a mustache. Some final thoughts on this Tuesday. Up next, here on ninety-eight-seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. Okay, so this is about mustaches. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Weekly and Murata. Song of the Day. I am still living with your ghost. Alright, in honor of Vinnie Joe Flex. Who successfully named the lead singer of Everclear, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I only knew it because I, I interviewed him once. Did you? Yeah. He used to work on an alternative rock station, you have to remember. Back right? when I was a long-haired yes. freak. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you 
just a freak. Now, now you just work with one. That, well, that is one thing about you, Vinny. Have you, have you essentially had the same haircut your entire life? No. He, he said... No, I have a lot less of it now. No. <laughs> same basic principles are in place. <laughs> more bald spots. Same, same principles are in place. Same basic principles. That's pretty good. I used to have a wonderful head of hair. Damn I would you, say, Father but time. you still have yeah, a great personality, Vinny. That's never going to leave you. You guys have the most hair combined of any show on the station. I don't know about that. No, I think the three of us. I think if you fold you into that equivalent, because you are a hairy beast. Yeah. Wolf's got a great Pretty head good, of hair. Yeah, I guess you're right. Luke, though. And Luke, uh, great head of hair. That afternoon show, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know Dave Burns listens to this show. Wow! I'm kidding. You sunk their battleship. Let's get off the internet already. Everywhere we start. <laughs> All right, there you go. Santa Monica by Everclear. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. A little daily dose of Vinny Joe trivia per our discussion on social studies. Great rookie seasons uh, for Arizona athletes. Can you name the only Arizona Cardinal ever to win the AP Defensive Rookie of the Year Award? Simeon Rice. Wow. Not even a bat of the eye right there. 1996. Love that guy. That guy's personality was just outstanding. He was a quote machine. He was. Even on his way out of town when he referred to Phoenix as the armpit of the NFL. We all remember that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he went on to Tampa Bay and had great years there. Mm-hmm. Won a Super Bowl there. But he last, last I think he was producing films. I don't know if he still is. Jacksonville's got to be the true armpit of the NFL, right? Definitely. Well, yeah. Well, what beats they were, that? They were just well, getting started. It depends which crevice you're really. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> be in the nostril. Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what you're. A navel. Say. <laughs> the mm-hmm. place. It's got to be Jacksonville, right? There's no Sacramento team in the NFL. So. <laughs> Jared, I support you. Uh Tucson doesn't have any major league franchises, do it? All right. Yeah, I know. I had to go there. Um, here I am. I'm I'm the old man on the lawn again. It's all right. Another you number retirement. Well. I know. Another number <laughs> retirement that I have a big issue with. This escaped my attention until this morning. The New York Mets retired number 24 for Willie Mays over the weekend. What? Willie Mays. What? Played two years with the Mets. He was in his 40s. His last season is widely regarded as one of the saddest things people have seen. In used the, as an example. Yes. Mm-hmm. Still, 50 years later, used it as an example of guys that hung on too long. Willie Mays is a legend. Yes, he is. One of the greatest players that has ever lived and will ever live. But the Mets retiring number 24? I don't get that. I mean, I get somebody. That is weird. I get somebody like, Ed Greenpool. But I do not get Willie Mays. Art Shamsky. They've retired two numbers this season. Mm. Keith Hernandez got his number retired on July 9th. Uh, joining the ranks of Jerry Kuzman, Tom Seaver, mm. Mike Piazza. 
Casey Stengel and Gil Hodges. Wow, none of the '86 Mets, other than Hernandez. Good in, but not good in her strawberry. Not good huh? in strawberry. Gary Carter, who's not wow. with us anymore. Ray Knight, Tim Tuffle, Tim Tuffle, <laughs> Ali Bachman. How'd they miss him? What a baseball team Kevin that was. Kevin, Mercy. Kevin, he wasn't on that team. Uh, Kevin Mitchell was still on Kevin that Mitchell, team. Kevin Mitchell, that's right. Um, yeah, if you watch the documentary, oh, it, it is amazing that fabulous. they were able to win any games at all. <laughs> that's that's something, you know, they did at the winning time with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that kind of a version of a show about a, the 86 a, Mets. A dramatized? Yeah. I don't know if they could make it too sensational. That's a good point. I mean, that was... There was a lot of weird stuff that went on in that game, or on that team. Um, I had another story, and I lost it. Dang it. Somebody, oh. it was on the fake news uh, fake news category. Here it is. Um, somebody tweeted out, because the uh, Euro qualifiers are going on. All right. Somebody tweeted out, somebody uh, at Bobby's World 414 tweeted out a picture of Giannis, and it says, Giannis Antetokounmpo stat line versus Belgium today in the World Cup qualifiers. 62 points, 20 rebounds, 12 assists, 10 blocks, 3 steals, 0 turnovers, 20 of 23 from the floor, 7 of 7 from 3, 15 for 16 from the line. Wow, wow, wow. Completely fabricated numbers. Are you and, kidding me? I retweeted that. Did you? They're compl- <laughs> oh, people ran with it. I'm see? easily duped. <laughs> oh no, I I ran with it. I, but you know what's even I didn't crazier? See you retweet it. It's believable. <laughs> you could see him doing that in a Euro basket game. Yep. If he scored fifty in Game Six of the NBA Finals, what could he do against Belgium? <laughs> Can't even name a oh, is that what that is? People were telling me that I'm the Belgium of this show, and I didn't I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> Full of French fries. Two people tweeted me that. Oh, what? Yeah, really? I guess that's what they were referring to. Funny. Belgium's got good beer. Trappist ale. Good waffles. Full of waffles. Jean Claude Van Damme. Chocolate. Smaller than right? would be expected. Yeah. I don't know. Sprouts. Belgium. Very underrated country, as it turns out. <laughs> Tweet us again. They played much better defense than was advertised. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Thanks to uh, Matt Barrows for joining us. We'll catch you tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke with two great heads of hair. They're up next here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.